Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's dad hanging from the gutter because he's too cheap to hire a professional roofer. If you're that kind of dad, then this is the podcast for you. Well, whether your superpower is superhuman strength, doing homework with your kids, or telling dad jokes, we are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. We are Bad to the Dad, and we are your comic book heroes, probably more Archie than we are Batman, Coach Randy, and I'm, I'm Adam D. And we are so excited for you, the listener, to be part of today's broadcast. I could tell you, Coach, that I am fired up. Hello. Hello there, Adam D. Uh, it's a good week. It's been a good week. Uh, we had a very nice interview, didn't we? Uh, shout out to Don from oh, yes. uh, New View Media Group who interviewed yeah. us. So uh-huh. uh, we're going to be uh, in one of her articles coming out in the West Orange area, uh, which is kind of cool. I think, you know, she 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 emailed us both, uh, and I'm like, no, no, let's do it together. Let's get on the interview together. I think we overwhelmed her a little bit. Well, we are master storytellers. <laughs> I mean, you have two enthusiastic storytellers like us. Yeah. I, I, I would not want to be her hand. If she was writing all this down, I would not want to be her hand because I think carpal tunnel syndrome yes. or arthritis would have set in yeah. because we were just throwing all kinds of stories at her. But she is a professional, yes. and I have no doubt that the article that she will produce is going to be something worth reading over and over and over again. And then, of course, the work you're doing with the uh, the tap into it in terms of what you're doing there. We're tap some... into .net. Yeah, mm-hmm. again, want to thank Jessica and Danielle for giving us a a platform to promote Bad to the Dad. And I think we've been on there now about three or four weeks showcasing what's been happening in our week's episode, which of course can be downloaded wherever you find podcasts. So just giving a little color to our guest and and what we talk about every week, that's the tapinto.net network. We have one person to thank for all that. One person, one super heroic person who one, helps us market our brand. One who super heroic, wears a cape, comes in on a single bound. A Wonder Woman, would you say? Very much Wonder Woman. Faster than a speeding train. Well, that's for sure. Stronger than a speeding bullet. Mm-hmm. I think, I yeah, them I all think back you're, mix, to... you're mixing your metaphors, but yes. yes. Are we talking about Becky Berman? Becky Berman of Berman Branding. BermanBCS.com. Man, BermanCS.com, yes. <laughs> Uh, the, the amazing Becky Berman. Yes, and of course, uh, Becky Berman is uh, the artist who designed the Bad to the Dad logo with our mascot, Bone Daddy, Bone featured Daddy. on the the keychain that acts like a Swiss Army knife. It opens bottles. It carries keys. It's fun to look at. Now, this week has been an uh, interesting week for you, right? It has. You know, I've been driving around the area, yes. right, trying to dodge school buses, taking the alternate routes. Yes. And uh, here's something I know. Well, actually, before I tell you what I've observed, let yes. me ask you this. I'm listening. We've got Halloween coming up. Yes, we do. When you were growing up, was Halloween a big deal? Actually, it was. It was a big deal. I was. I grew up in the generation where you got the, the one suits and that kind of mask. Yes. And then I lived in Colorado, so it was always very cold. Yeah. And you had to wear all your winter clothes underneath mm-hmm. it. And that little mask with the little pointy eyes would cut your <laughs> eyes. And that, that little small opening to your lips because it wasn't really a mask. But yeah, you felt like it was a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I was sort of the same way, except uh, my parents would only get me the mask <laughs> because they felt that they had enough clothes to <laughs> to make it to, work to make up the rest of the costume. Yes. So I remember one year I was a stormtrooper from Star Wars, and I had this you know big what I call the Hebrew, which is the yeah. Jewish afro. Yes. So I wore that mask, and you had the Hebrew sticking out, <laughs> and then instead of the stormtrooper outfit, I wear a white turtleneck and white corduroys with a black belt. So I have to tell you, in 1980, I was the grooviest stormtrooper. I bet you were. In all of North Jersey. Yes. But here's the thing I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, for us, as far as decorations go, we didn't put a little graveyard out. Mm -hmm. We we were very subtle. Yeah. We would have one decoration, Mm -hmm. and it was a ghost. A ghost. And we'd tape that ghost to our front door. Uh And when I say ghost, it was like a sheet. A sheet, yes. With the two eyes yeah. cut out and a smile with its hands extended. Yes, and yes. do you know what this ghost said, Randy? 
there was a word bubble out. What did what did the ghost say? Boo! Boo! <laughs> Exclamation point! Boo! Boo! And but it was the kind of ghost where it's like, hey, I know I'm a Halloween character. I know I have to do something scary, yes. but I don't want to scare you away. Just enough. Boo! 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 Tape to the door. Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark. Yeah, not even that much. <laughs> it, was it was boo enough to say, look, I'm a scary I, ghost, but I'm not that scary. Yeah, come come and get a Snickers bar. Get a, get this is before nut allergies happen. Yes. So I've been driving around all the different towns yeah. lately, and here's something I've noticed. Yeah. The Halloween decorations have not just become more elaborate. Oh, my gosh. They have become much more violent. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. like blood spurting out of yes. people's sprinkler systems. No, it is, it is with the with it and there. I, I, I don't want to talk about this in, in a second. I'm not sure if, it's, if you're ready to hear my experience, but I want to listen to more about what you've seen. So nobody's just pasting a picture of a boo ghost. No, right? no. I mean, I was, I was driving to the neighborhood. Um, it's like somebody is finding severed heads and just rolling oh. them on the lawn. It, um, there, was, there was this one in a, in a very affluent area where I thought I saw this worker like mm-hmm. a landscaping guy climbing uh-huh. a tree no no it was like a, a zombie ghost hanging from a noose in a tree I'm like what the hell is wrong with people it's i know halloween. it's halloween this is ridiculous no it is big time it is big time uh, uh i had the pleasure um the first two days of this past week were the last two days of the jewish holiday and so my daughter Brianna was right. home and we had now the, the, in case you're you, you don't know which holiday right. is it's sukkot which is sort of the a harvest holiday. Correct. Some of you might see what's with the temporary shack that yeah, you have in your so backyard. Good. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. And so we we had a plan to do something together on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and she asked if we could go Halloween decoration shopping. Yeah. Now, usually I'd be against that let's, because let's celebrate paganism as a daughter, <laughs> it's a Halloween, daughter and father, right? But not, listen, I'm I'm an American. Yeah. It's American culture. I, yeah. You know, so I buy into American culture. And we've never really done decorations. Maybe we'd do pumpkins. This year we didn't even get pumpkins. But something to affect that, okay, we're Americans. Please come to our house. We participate in Halloween. So uh, Bree and I uh, hit party, this, one of these party stores. All right, we walk in and we want to do decorations outside. So she has this kind of image inside her head, what she wants. And so we look around, uh, we find a fog machine be kind of cool, have some fog, mm. and I find a witch's, witch's bowl so you can put the fog machine inside the witch's bowl so it yep. looks like there's stuff coming come out. out of cauldron, yep. Then they have a couple styrofoam rest in peace, um, you know, in the, in the in the cemetery, headstones, yep. mm-hmm. right? And then she looks over, she goes, you see some some hands with blood on them and a witch's leg and you can stick it in the ground, you can see the hands coming up, right? And we got some strobe lights, mm-hmm. you know, to draw attention. We got this big thing of spider web, right? And... Since my girls are more creative this year with their Halloween costumes, so we don't have to spend money on Halloween costumes. They kind of, my daughter is a Visco girl, yes, uh, Brie, and I guess that's a thing. Uh, my daughter told me about Visco. Apparently, it's a girl who wears a scrunchie and yeah. a ponytail, and I don't know. There's leggings and a hydra flat. I don't really understand it. This yeah. must be one of these Snapchat things because yeah, I. I you know, they don't talk about it on the radio. No, they don't talk no. about it on TV. They're not talking about it at work. Yeah, no. So I don't get it. I, uh, Are there any corduroy stormtroopers? No, there's no, no oh, yeah, corduroy. Okay. No You're not corduroy. doing that this and, year? And there's no face mask or anything with the, with the <laughs> lip open. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I learned about Visco Girls. And my, my, my other daughter, Michaela, is going to be an angel. Which, of course, is right. perfect for her. Because uh, her friend is going to be the devil. But we have an angel costume already. And... So I figure we have some money and we can, you know, spend some money on the decoration. So I got, I get the, the party, I get the coupon, whatever. I spent like 70 bucks. Not so bad. Hmm. So we get home yesterday. We get home and we decided to wait until the day we can set everything up. So yesterday was a beautiful day outside. It's a beautiful day. So Bree and I go outside. We set up the, the rest in peace. It's, 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 it's styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to be very careful not yeah. to break it. Mm-hmm. So we put it in the ground, right? And, we, and then Jess and Bree are taking this... This yarn, this this webbing that looks like that looks like webs, uh-huh. like like you know, uh, like a spider web, yeah, all over the tree. It looks Ooh. authentic, right? And then I get these little spotlight, little flashes, and I put it out there, right? And I got like you talk about ghosts. You should go out and see my ghosts. These are scary ghosts. There's no signs that say boo. They're they're just hanging. It's like a skull head and this whole thing of yeah, hands. So you become one of these people now that I'm like, what is wrong? Wait, with wait, you? wait, wait, yeah, but. It's my daughter, all right? And I love my daughter. And she's never asked for this. It was something fun for us to do. Yeah. I figured, okay, what's the big deal? We'll, we'll do this. So now it's time to set up the smoke machine, the fog machine. All right? <laughs> okay. Dad with the fog machine. All right. Now, 
I got it at a discount for 20, you know, 20% twenty off, so I'm feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I go inside, you know, I, I open the box, I follow the directions, and the idea is that this fog machine would sit inside of this big witch's, I don't know what you call a it. cauldron. Cauldron, thank mm -hmm. you, yeah. right? And as you're walking up, you would see the, the, the fog come over very, you know, great idea, very clever when you come up and you get your candy. Spotlights, you'd see the, uh, the flashes. So I follow the directions. <laughs> I'd take it out. Of the, I'd take another thing. Of course you did, Randy. I, but I forgot to buy liquid fog, so I had to go back to the store to buy liquid fog. Didn't know there was such a thing. And there's a small little saying in the bottom of the box: liquid fog not included. Not included. Yeah. <laughs> so I go back to party. I just want to know what your wife Jessica said after all this. <laughs> so I go back to the, I go back to the store to buy liquid fog. Yeah. I don't know how much to get. I'm not sure how long liquid fog. So I buy two two containers mm -hmm. of of liquid fog. Meanwhile. The line is out the door. <laughs> now, I will tell you, it's probably one of the longest lines I've sat in very fast. <laughs> so I get through, plus I had to get some candy. We don't do chocolate because of nut allergies. So I got a bag of candy. I got two containers of liquid fog. Come back home. We lay it back out. I open up one of the bottles. Someone in the store opened oh, up opened the container. And put it in a hydro flask because they were this <laughs> I don't know. Oh. But I, I, and I was like, I was like really angry and was like, what's wrong? I go, well, someone took half. She goes, well, it did kind of feel lighter than the other one. And I went, oh, yeah. Yeah, right, it kind of did. <laughs> and she's like, you take us? No, no, no. So I said, fine, we'll just use it. So I poured it in the machine. And now we're excited. It's all plugged in, right? A little fog machine. It's all plugged in. You give it some time. It says, give you three to five minutes to kind of get, what happened? It, it heats the stuff, whatever this liquid fog is, and it's supposed to spit out, mm -hmm. right? So I'm waiting five minutes. I'm waiting 10 minutes. I'm waiting 15 minutes. It's not going on. Mm. Go back to the instructions. I gotta. There's a remote piece you gotta connect. <laughs> so I go to connect this remote piece. Right, light is on. Bree and I are sitting there. Are you ready? You ready? Can I push it? She puts on. Pushes on. <laughs> right. So I'm like, yeah. Fox starts coming out. Like this is gonna be so awesome. The fog's coming out. Fog's coming out. Fog stops coming out. Mm. Like 10 seconds of fog. And is on a timer where it goes off again? One would assume that based on the purchase mentality, the, 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 the customer uh, mentality in terms of being a purchaser, that okay, it needs some time to cool off, it'll kick back on. Wait 10 minutes, wait 15 minutes, not going back on. Push the button again. <laughs> hey, smoke is out, smoke is out, smoke is out. <laughs> <sighs> So, Bree's like, what's wrong? I go, this machine is effed. <laughs> I go, this is... So, yeah, half the liquid fog yes, you need. Yes, yes. You got a... <laughs> Comes out every test. So then I do. Then I go and I Google on YouTube. Uh, defective machine. Right? <laughs> I go on YouTube and I... There, there's no... Whoever the store is mm -hmm. has no personal website. Mm. There's no place you call to get help. Yeah. But I pick up a YouTube, you know, video that mm -hmm. has this. And as you watch it, it says, basically... Oh, and by the way, it's one of the most disappointing machines because it goes off and never goes back on. The only, reason, the only time it can go back on is if you push the on button. So if I want to sit there and make this, this fog machine work, every 10 seconds after it goes off, I have to wait three minutes and push the button again. So on Halloween, when the kids are trick-or-treating, <laughs> you're going to be that crazy old man sitting out on your porch hitting no. that button? No, this guy at the store said he had an on button so he could do it. Yeah. So the truth is, I have a defective product. Mm -hmm. But am I going to let my daughter down? No, coach. No. You haven't yet. So I'm not going to let yeah. it happen. So we're taking that machine back. I'm going to get my money. So what do I do? I Google on YouTube how to make, how to make fog. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> so what I've learned is you don't need a big fancy machine. <sighs> I know you're looking at the time. I'm not, no, it's not at the time. I'm thinking, do you still have your hands? <laughs> so what I've learned is liquid fog is some kind of chemical that all it needs is to be heated up, and it creates smoke. Mm -hmm. And what I found are some very smart people on YouTube who said if I go get like a silver tin, and I put this liquid fog into it, and then I cut the top off of a two-liter bottle, and I tighten it up in terms of seal it off, I take a sterno, I put it underneath, Wow! I, I put it underneath the, the metal foil. DIY fog. <laughs> yes, DIY fog, and then fog comes up. Hmm. You should have started with YouTube. <laughs> I should have started with YouTube. So, Randy, let me tell you how we're decorating our house. Ready? <laughs> yes. 
I have this picture of a ghost. Yes. And you know what the ghost says? It says boo. We're bad to the dead. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Remember, yes, we're on social media at Bad to the Dad. Our website is badtothedad.com where you can find merchandise, including the multi-purpose keychain. Not only does it hold keys, it also opens bottles. And if you're having a bad day, take a look at that keychain and you'll see Bone Daddy, our mascot, of course, designed by our good friend Becky Berman. Randy, I am uh, I am a nerd DefCon twelve today. Yes, I I, I feel it. you got the uh, attire, you got the uh, got my Punisher shirt yeah. on. I I am I'm thrilled. I'm energized. You've been looking I'm forward to this conversation seat. for a I re- while. I really have been. Uh, so there's a uh, great comic book shop in Montclair, New Jersey, called East Side Mags. Mm-hmm. And when I patronize comic book shops, it's East Side Mags, which is owned by our good friend and guest today. Jeff Beck. Jeff, hello. Hey, Welcome. Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome to the den. Yeah, sounds it's great down yeah. here. This is this is the best. It, it surprises people. <laughs> We're not as schlocky as, as people think we are. So, Jeff, uh, first let's talk about the uh, about the comic book store. Have you always wanted to own a comic book store? Yeah, I would definitely say uh, it's about twenty five years in wow. making. Uh, yeah. Huh. What is it about owning a comic book store that was so interesting to you? Uh, I've just been a fan for over 25 years. I've just been collecting ever since I was, well, it's probably going to be more than 25 years if I actually do the math, but we're just going to say since I was like... We'll 11, stick with that number. 11 yeah. or 12. You look young. Yeah, yeah I was say, it doesn't age you too much. He's got an impressive beard, but he's, he's, he's a young guy. Young guy. So what did you do before you owned Eastside Max? Uh, I was a musician for a while. I worked in Manhattan for about 12 years uh, in hotels and conference centers selling audiovisual equipment to hmm. Fortune 500 companies that would hold meetings. And I worked in rehearsal studios. I worked as a pizza delivery guy. You know, we do have a lot of listeners who think about starting their own business. And it could be a consulting firm or it could be a store or something they're really passionate about. What, what was the turning point for you? And, and when did you realize, okay, we're going to make this happen? Uh, well, I was working in the city, uh, I had one of those really bad days that I'm sure everybody uh, has at some point in life, uh, decided to drown my sorrows in cheeseburgers and a milkshake and just said, you know, this isn't my life. Like this isn't what I want to do for the rest of my, for the rest of my days. So thought long and hard about it and came up with either comic book store or music venue. Hmm. Uh, didn't want to work nights for the rest of my life. Cause eventually I wanted, this was mm-hmm. before I had kids or anything. So I was, you know. Want to be able to go to Little League or ballet or whatever it is. And uh, I figured, you know, uh, when I worked in the city, I was responsible for anywhere from 2 to $3 million a year uh, single-handedly. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, if I open a comic book store, I can nail down 500 k in a year mm-hmm. and, and, and manage that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So I started putting the business plan together and tried to find a loan. Couldn't find a loan. But luckily, the idiots I worked for in Manhattan paid me <laughs> very handsomely. And I never... Never really spent much, uh, never bought fancy cars or went on crazy vacations or anything, mm-hmm. so it just mm-hmm. stockpiled, and I realized oh. after a while, uh, if I couldn't get a loan, because I didn't own a house, I didn't... I, you had no collateral. I owned a car, but that was it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just pushed my chips into the middle of the table, went all in, and here we are. I love that story. That's about having dedication, commitment to a dream, but comics, I mean, there's a lot of business you could have gone into. Yeah. I mean, a lot. Uh, what is it about? You know, ah, yeah, comic book store. That's where I can I can have it. What was it about comics that you knew you could be successful? Uh, it was, I mean, it was just passion. Like I just I love comic books. I love mm-hmm. reading them. I love the stories. I love the art. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, with the recent uh, uptick in movies mm-hmm. and TV shows, okay, I was going to get to that. They've yeah. brought that. It's brought that more to the forefront. And on top of that. A lot of the people who read comics in the heyday, which was probably like the 80s and 90s when it was the most mm-hmm. popular, uh, they're my age now mm-hmm. and or even older, and they have kids, so mm-hmm. they're getting their kids into it, so there's just there's so much traffic. So you saw a nice there. market for that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. Well, a little bit. There's a little bit of rolling the dice, too, yeah. to see, what, see well, what number comes up. But, but, yeah. but it's interesting you say that, Jeff. So I know you grew up in, in the area that, that I grew up in, kind of the Essex County, New Jersey area. Mm-hmm. There was a store in the Livingston Mall called Heroes World, yep. the superhero shop. Yeah. 
and I would be in there every week. I even had an account where they would reserve my comics behind the desk so I know that they would, wouldn't be sold out mm -hmm. and I'd be guaranteed those issues. And I remember the day that that store closed, I say is the day my childhood ended. Huh. But thanks to these movies, it's resurrected right. the, the comic book industry, the retail comic book industry. Well, the best part is like... Up until, what, say early 2000s, all we really had was Christopher Reeve Superman, Michael mm -hmm. Keaton Batman, Linda Carter Wonder Woman. Wonder you Woman! Know, you had a lot of really great Marvel cartoons, but that mm -hmm. was kind of it. Justice and League. The Winter Twins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not, not, not their best go-to. Right. Yeah. No, that's just what I, I was never in. I, I, my Marvel over the individuals that get involved with comics. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had some pretty big heavy hitters come in. Chris Diaz, our very first... Uh, yeah, well, yes. Chris Diaz was very helpful in introducing yeah. me to Jeff. You know, he he came in and I was he like... He was dressed he, as the Penguin at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, he, he, is, he is head to toe, he just posted stuff on Facebook. That was just a world that was just foreign to me. Mm -hmm. um, and what I find is that, uh, for me, uh, to watch you guys come and talk about comic books, that you have a great gift to pass on to your kids. Because I never did it, but I can see how that can bring you and a kid together uh, in that kind of form. Yeah, I mean, kids Kids identify with Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, characters like that just because they're colorful, they do amazing things, and, you know, it just, it draws kids in. So, I mean, mm -hmm. if you're if you're a dad or even a mom and you're trying to connect with your kid, you know, obviously if your kid's in the baseball, you want to learn more about baseball if you don't know about baseball mm -hmm. already. So you mm -hmm. try to associate and, you know, when it's something that you were already into as a kid, it just makes it easier. Do you see a lot of, um, this is a show about dads, but we'll say any parents, you mm -hmm. see a lot of parents and kids coming in and are you observing a certain dialogue they're having about comics and comic fanfare? Usually the dialogue includes something along the lines of, oh, daddy read this when, I, when he was a kid, you know, and True. he picks up, yeah. you know, like a Spider-Man mm -hmm. comic or a Batman comic and, and sometimes the kid's like, I like Spider-Man and sometimes like, I don't want Spider-Man, I want Steven Universe and that's, you're like... <laughs> okay whatever as long as you're reading like, yeah that's that's kind of our focus especially when it comes to kids and families is mm. you know whatever the kid likes you know as long as as long as it gets them reading and uh that's, that's good that's uh so honestly what is the average age of your target market everybody always asks that and it's really it's really broad i mean kids are good because if kids get into it they'll stick with it and they'll keep they'll keep coming back uh, adults are good because they have disposable income, so they'll come in and they'll spend larger amounts of money than a kid will. Um, so, I mean, I would say it's wide. It's anywhere from like eight or nine years old hmm. to up in the, in the 40s and 50s. So, who or what is your favorite? Like, who is your favorite, um, with a superhero, comic, which one, do you, what is your go-to? And someone comes in and says, Jeff, where do I go? What's, what's the best? What do, you, what do you bring in? Uh... I mean, for me, my favorite stuff has always been. I think I like the Hulk the most. It's uh, always it's always like everyone's number one. The Hulk. Well, it's the it's the dichotomy of this uh, this this human guy who's kind of insecure but super smart, and then this monster of a of a beast that just wants to be left alone and smash things, and almost that Jekyll and Hyde hmm. kind of. You know, and they're very different personalities. Now, you were talking about demographics, Randy. Um, you know, growing up, comic books were like a guy thing. It was, uh, you know, the, the way we would escape, uh, especially the, I'd say, the pressures of popularity and all that. This comic books were our thing. But now you have more female characters being introduced, like Wonder Woman, of, well, not introduced, but I think being reintroduced. Um, Captain Marvel, now you have Ms. Marvel, which is going to be coming out on the Disney Plus app, which we'll talk about. So are you starting to see more girls coming in and oh, looking yeah. for titles that they can associate with? Oh, definitely. A lot of moms, a lot of daughters. Moms, uh, too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, everybody coming in. I mean, you know... You, it's always surprising to find out, you know, when you meet like an like an an older one, like a mom, mm -hmm. uh, who comes in and and says that she was reading comic books, but all oh. she had was Spider Man and Batman and stuff, and now she's excited too, that there's more Genius. of a push for Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel and uh, Marvel came out not too long ago, maybe about a year or two, and said that a character called Moon Girl, who's a uh, a little black girl who lives in Brooklyn, I think it's Brooklyn. Uh, and hangs out with this giant red Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh, that she's the smartest person in the Marvel Universe, and she's 14. Now, uh, so you grew up in the area. Mm -hmm. uh, where'd you go to high school? 
Uh, Solomon Schechter. Uh, uh, very nice. F- formerly Schechter, currently Golda Ox. Very nice. Any, uh, and then what'd you go after school? high school? What'd you go after high school? Uh, went to Ithaca College for mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. Uh, had a great time, but yeah. didn't do well at all. Yeah. Uh, failed out. My first mm-hmm. semester GPA was 0.93. Good for you. Which oh. was just high enough to not get immediately expelled. Yeah. It's just better than Belushi and Animal House, right? <laughs> Slightly better. Uh, 0.0. I don't know if I want to take that title away from that. <laughs> That's not really something I think I should be proud of. Uh, my dad spent pretty much most of the rest of the, my my college fund on uh, new new plumbing for his office, uh-huh. uh, which is in Fairfield. Yes. And uh, yeah, and then I ended up going to I went to Ramapo mm-hmm. College for a semester, and I said, well, if I'm going to live at home and commute, I might as well go to William Patterson because mm-hmm. it was way closer. Yeah, and so I went to William Patterson, graduated in '06, just shy under seven years. Uh, so I, sometimes I tell people I'm a doctor yes. when they try to do the math yes. when I graduated high school and <laughs> college. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, so uh, communications degree. Um, yeah. Well, I think is great is that many parents of kids are always concerned about their kids going off and being successful. I love meeting dads, individuals who did whatever they did and didn't follow whatever those traditional pieces were. Yeah. Have a dream, go off, work hard, make a living. And end up running a, a business, yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's just proof that you don't have to have that particular thing for you. It's coming around your plan and your journey to. I love comics. I could do this. Yeah, I can I mean, make some money. And I've always just been like kind of almost singularly focused. Where you know, once I have a job and once I have a responsibility mm-hmm. to take care of, it's just do it and just mm-hmm. and just go. So I've always mm-hmm. been kind of like a like a really good employee mm-hmm. for any company I've worked for mm-hmm. before, and mm-hmm. I just I just grind it out and just mm-hmm. get it done. So uh, I've. College didn't quite turn out the way I think most parents hoped it would, but uh, you know my my job history was always pretty on par. And you learned uh, in a different way. Yeah, right Good for you. Yeah, exactly. sometimes the the pathway is not in an institution, or maybe we should be in institutions, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I do want to talk about your your family and your kids in just a bit. We were kind of hinting at the Disney Plus app. I don't know about you, Jeff. I have November twelfth circled on my calendar because that yep. is when the Disney Plus app launches, and yes, I joined up with uh, the Disney fan club so I could get the the discount over three years. Are you a Verizon? Are you a Verizon member? Uh, I I am with the cell phone, not with cable. We got rid of cable. That's right. You went off the yeah. board, and you yeah. went that. Yeah, no. I think Verizon members will get a free year of Disney Plus. Yeah. We, now you tell me. Well, yeah. I, I just still found out four dollars a month was still. Pretty good for all yeah, the content. Yeah, that same thing, yeah. Yeah. Now, did you up. sign up for this, Jeff? Yeah, I signed up for the the same three year. You, you pay for two years, you get a third year free. Yeah, or something, something, like that. something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, the Mandalorian, free, the free D twenty three account, and then that's right, D twenty three, which is which is their fan club. Um, you know, when I, I look at the roster of content, both the stuff that's already preloaded, you know, the old movies and National Geographic and the Muppets, yeah. and then all the new stuff oh, yeah. that the studio is creating. Uh, I can only imagine this is going to drive some more traffic for you as well. Well, there are some articles saying that like the the Marvel Disney Plus shows mm-hmm. have something like a million dollar budget per episode. Jeez, uh, I don't know how accurate that is. It, yeah. was, it was in it was in one of the probably thirty thousand articles a week that I and read they're doing about so comic many shows stuff, too. Mandalorian, yeah, Mandalorian, like Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. that looks wicked. It's yeah. gonna be top. Yeah. solid. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna have a, a nerd viewing party at my house that that weekend when it comes out. We're gonna try to get through as many episodes as we can before everyone passes out. I mean, everyone's um, talking about the Mandalorian, which of course is Star the, Wars. You know, the, the bounty the hunter canon. character is the ca- is the canon. Of Star Wars. It's what Boba Fett was, but it's not Boba Fett in this show. It's uh, a different... That's that's what they're saying, yeah. Yeah. And also, Uh, there'll be one coming out, too, with you and McGregor. See, that's where I get jump in. I jump in on the Star Wars stuff so I can appreciate... The other pieces you're talking about. Yeah, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. so you're, I mean, you're, you're all, uh, all up in the business here about D Plus yeah. and Mandalorian and anything that would come out subsequently yeah. to this series. Yeah, we're very excited. Yeah. I think it's gonna, it's gonna do a lot of cool stuff. It's gonna get people reinvigorated about a mm-hmm. lot of the, uh, the content and the comics and stuff. Yep. So. Hopefully this just, you know, this is like a new wave of customers coming and going, oh, I got Disney Plus and I watched The Mandalorian and I need more stuff. I need more know? stuff. Yeah, okay. and then there'll be all those side, you know, comic book arcs and It's like, it's like just, and, yep. just throwing paper. Yeah. Just yeah. throwing paper. Toys are toys are already coming out. We've already yeah. got Mandalorian pop vinyls for characters that I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, you have the pop vinyls ready? Right? No, but, but the, what's really crazy is that all the, you know, the, the final trailer for Star Wars yep. Episode Nine just came out. And everybody's trying to... You know, talk and look into it. 
But I guess there's Lego toys or other toys that have already been created that explain these certain characters that we've yet seen. So it is just so I can see yeah, where these pop up things are just they come in so you get to know them before the movie even comes out. Yeah, they do that with a lot of stuff. Like every time there's a new comic book movie, you know, you'll see articles that'll pop up that'll say Oh, uh, could this Lego set possibly have a spoiler about Avengers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, and then yeah. and, and they're and they're breaking down like a Lego set with like a Thanos Lego figure and an Iron Man Lego figure, but the Iron Man one has like a hole in his chest instead of an arc <laughs> reactor, and you're going, uh, could this possibly mean that Iron Man's gonna die in Endgame? Oh, and these people have a lot of time on their hands. Good for business for you. Yeah, but <laughs> that keeps people reading, right? What are the conversations like when they people come in? What kind of conversations do you have? Uh, I mean, it's it's anything you can imagine. It's everything from you know, like sometimes little kids come in after school and they just go, "Hey, uh, I don't have any money right now, but I just I had a question." Okay, man, what's your question? Who do you think would win in a fight? I got into an argument with three of my friends because I said I said Goku could whoop Superman's ass. So uh, you know, who who would win? And I'm like, well. Let's see. Uh, Goku's a bitch, and <laughs> Superman is fucking Superman. It's all right. We're PG thirteen. Uh, okay, cool. Good. Turn up. We're mostly clean, but I think every once in a while we are. Our listeners, absolutely, uh, we got to keep it real. Every once in a while, we got to keep it. Should have done more research before you invited. No, no, no that's all right. Okay. No, he did warn great. us on social media. He's like, oh, these guys uh, know what they're getting into. Oh no, that was great but, because but, I, but I would, would imagine. But, but you cannot describe it any other way so that would be an appropriate use of words because okay, that's exactly how it goes uh-huh. you cannot use any other word in the vernacular of the English language other than what you use there so I would give you kudos for using proper English language we huh? were under the FCC radar I think I heard the seven words you cannot yeah. use no, that's what I say to my two and a half year old when he drops his ice cream and mm-hmm. he stomps his foot and goes god damn it I go you shouldn't say, say say words like that, but at least you use it in the proper context. So <laughs> we're not going to get too upset. That's yeah. a grammatical lesson. Yeah. Well, somebody comes into Eastside Mags, and mm. we know there's other comic book stores in the area, but what makes Eastside Mags different? We're super community-focused. We're mm. super family-focused. Uh, we have uh, an entire kids section where you can bring your kids in, and they can grab and take a look at and flip through whatever they want. And as a, as a dad... You don't have to worry about content, you don't have to worry about inappropriate imagery, you don't have to worry about drug use. It's just we keep it all ages appropriate all the time, and it's great because kids can feel like bigger kids or adults when they go comic shopping. Mm. Uh, We do a whole bunch of events uh, all the time. We bring in comic creators, writers, artists, that kind of thing, uh, to do signings so that people can actually see and meet the people behind the comics that they're reading and enjoying. Uh, yesterday we did an event called Halloween Comic Fest. It's the Saturday before Halloween. I was going to ask you um, if Halloween is a big deal at the store. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a kid's costume contest. We had maybe about 70 different comic books that we were giving away for free. Uh, hmm. kids, could, kids and parents could come in. Uh, we started off with everybody being able to take whatever three comic books they wanted, and then probably by like halfway through the day we just kind of took the governor off and just let people grab whatever they wanted uh we did a zombie walk through montclair so uh we had we brought in two professional makeup artists who came in and for 10 bucks they would paint your face to make you look like a zombie we had about 40 almost 50 people who showed up and then we walked around downtown montclair terrorizing businesses and patrons and uh there's that east side mad guy Actually, the Montclair PD uh, rolled up on us uh, about five minutes into the walk, and they kind of paced us in their in their cruiser. Uh, <laughs> but they knew just, you were doing this. Ch- no, um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not great with permits, uh, or even knowing if I need permits for things. Yeah, it's called begging for forgiveness. Hey, listen, it's just like lesson. Yeah. Oh, I know that for next year. I got you. I got mm-hmm. you. Plus, every once in a while, I find myself in the same room as uh, Mayor Jackson from Mont- uh-huh. Montclair. <laughs> And uh, if he knows who I am or if I'm wearing an Eastside Mag shirt, he'll look at me and he'll go, you do really great things for the kids, man. We're, you know, we're really happy Good to have you. you in town. And I go, thanks, Mayor. That really means a lot. And in my head, I'm going, so I don't need a permit for fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> this handshake right here, like, I'm just going to... It's golden. I'm going to shave some of that DNA right yeah. off my hand. And I'm going to put it in an envelope or a jar. And when they go, uh, you need a permit to do this uh, zombie march, I'm going to yeah. be like... Got the mayor's DNA right here. Absolutely, uh, I got skin cells. Mayor says I do, I do I do good stuff for kids in in town. Remember, do good stuff for kids. Yeah, you're and encouraging a, reading. You're yeah. encouraging reading. And it's been on public access. Yeah. He said it on public access on yeah. some of the town hall meetings yeah. uh, that they have. You know, the town council meetings. So it's you. there's records out there of him Video approving evidence. what we do. 
too. So you know, we just, we just Good do, play. and then we'll see what happens. But yeah, it was cool. And then we had a comedy group come in and they did a live reading of Young Frankenstein. Which was no kidding. hilarious. They, Mel Brooks, Young Frankenstein. Mel Brooks, Young Frankenstein. Oh my it god, was, how we missed that sketch. We went, we went to we went to go see it at the the, at the, the NJ Pack. Pack. Yeah, yeah, the viewing with Mel Brooks yeah, doing well, the talk. I mean, the, oh, incredible. This is my 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 uh, uh, my Blazing Saddles sweatshirt, but uh, Blazing Saddles yes. is a great one too. <laughs> Yeah, they did a reading for young. Yeah, they're called Sketchprov Comedy. We've been teaming up with them for a while. We've done uh, open mic comedy nights in yep. the shop with them. Uh, this is their third year doing Halloween Comic Fest, so they've done Ghostbusters. They did. Uh, oh man, I'm totally blanking now. They did Ghostbusters. They did Young Frankenstein this year, and they did Clue. Uh, ah, the, with each of the different endings. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was great, and uh, you know they 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 come in all the time. We're real good friends with them, mm -hmm. and they. Uh, they put they put on a really great show. I, get to, I, free to, I think you lead a pretty pretty boring work life. I'd imagine that it gets very dull and it's boring. Terrible. It's yeah. uh, I can Especially see the why you, you hang out with. I can see why you left the, the corporate world of you know running two three million dollars worth of business and opening up your own. I mean, just uh, it's sad. I feel sad for you. The I wake up every morning challenges. and the first thing I do is smack my head against a concrete slab <laughs> fifteen times. Just to, <laughs> my, just, is this just, really my life? Just 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 to bring some some right. joy. And I was the, picked right. I was picked to be last in my class, the least likely to succeed. Yeah. Right. I thought you to say, you know, the first thing I do when I wake up is go back to bed because I don't have to open up the store until <laughs> eleven o'clock. Got to make the coffee. Yeah. Got to make the donuts. Jeff, you're uh, you're a dad. Yep. Uh, two and a half year old and one on the way so one congratulations on the way. Oh, very, very nice, very nice. Yeah, result, that, uh, in, yeah. in advance yeah. and uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what you like to do with the two and a half year old because I remember being a dad of two two and a half year olds at one time that was a great period of discovery oh yeah there's a lot of discovery like uh, oh I just discovered that he took his shitty diaper off in his crib <laughs> hey, everywhere yeah. Mom, look what I got oh that was my discovery and I wish I never saw it um, that's the yeah. kind of thing you can't ever take back into your mind yeah uh and nobody preps you for that like uh <laughs> a lot of people you know I, I try to be very real with with some of my friends who are mm -hmm. currently having like their first children because mm -hmm. i found especially when we were having ours uh our first one uh that you know parents are gonna say oh it's such a blessing oh it's so much fun nobody talks about the time when he takes his diaper <laughs> Start wiping his finger over everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a boy yeah. thing. That's really pretty much a yeah. boy thing. You got to take all the stuffies out of his crib. <laughs> Everything's getting washed. He's naked. You're naked. You're, you're cleaning him in the shower because it's the only way that yeah. you'll get him in the shower. Uh, the whole house smells like poo. Uh -huh. And you know, it's just nobody. Nobody talks about that. No one's but like great oh, memories. Great memories. Wait, wait till he pees in your face. Why don't you uh, write a book about this and sell it at uh, Eastside Mag? Oh, 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 back on as like no, your own comic. No one would buy it. It's not. <laughs> no, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be a mock on parenting. It'd be a mock. You know, there's that one story. Here's you what know, not to expect well, no, there's when a, you're expecting. One of the most popular books that parents buy is Go to, to Sleep. Yes. Have you seen that? Oh, Samuel yeah. Jackson reads it. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? He reads this thing about you. There's your child. I just want you to go to, to sleep. You know, so mm -hmm. it'd, it'd be a mock on parenting yep. that parents would buy just because... You, you have to really experience it and can appreciate that. I believe for us that was a baby shower gift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it four or five times. I don't know why. We, yeah. don't, we definitely have a cop. Maybe that's why he says the F word. So, <laughs> so we, we talk to a lot of dads in this show, and one of the pieces of, of advice that we hear quite a bit is, uh, have a great partnership with your wife. So you got a young one. You got another one coming. You own a comic book store. What's she like? What you know? What's her story in the whole? She's very cool. Yeah, she's she's very cool. Not as laid back as I'd like a lot of the times, right. but uh, I mean, doesn't give me a hard time about anything. Let's full have, support. Yeah, full support. Mm -hmm. I mean, she. The whole reason we're even married is because we were dating and living together, and I had this bad day, and I came home and I said, uh, you know, I want to quit my job. Like I was making. Over, little over six figures a year and I said I want to take a $70,000 pay cut and open a comic book store because I'm not happy doing what I'm doing and she went okay just like that sounds like a pretty pretty cool so, lady sounds like a similar oh. story if you if you catch my drift yes <laughs> I was in a similar situation oh nice making six figures and I came home and said I want to open a coaching business. Yeah. Oh, guess what? I'm pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Our pregnancy came a little bit after. Yeah. Significantly after. Yeah. And here's the yeah. recent credit card bill, too. Yes. Yeah. Are you yeah, sure you happens. still want to quit? You're like, yeah. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. you know, for me, it was, you know, I, I, need to, I need to get the business open. I need yeah. to get it established. And I need mm -hmm. to know 
and have some sort of track record mm-hmm. as to what kind of money we're going to be yeah. bringing in mm-hmm. and you know what what kind of money I'm not going to be bringing mm-hmm. in before we bring a life into this world yeah. and all of a sudden now I have to close my dream down to get another job or two other jobs just to pay for everything so you know she was very cool about you know holding off on having mm-hmm. kids after we got mm-hmm. married and you know uh i mean it was a year because it was our honeymoon when we mm-hmm. made them so that was great and uh <laughs> but yeah but at that point i had the store for probably about two or three years so and was she, and is she involved in business does she do something else outside the business she thinks she, thinks she is she's definitely not <laughs> um, you don't pay her no but but, but she, but she I, hangs out a lot I get, I get so much free advice yes uh, <laughs> unsolicited, unsolicited. <laughs> uh unsolicited free advice yeah. uh this is dirty you gotta clean this uh why, why does it look like this uh you need more of this and i just go uh-huh. Okay. Yes, dear. Thanks. Sure. And then they walk out, and I look at my employees, and I go... Get back to what she said. Uh, protect me at all costs. Because if I die, you work for her. Yeah. And they go, all right, so protect Jeff at all costs. So I have a very good... That's My awesome. employees are great, but they also are always watching my back. Oh, yeah. No surprise. Because uh, they don't want to The wife's coming. No, she's going to look busy. <laughs> look busy. So we want to uh, get into dadvice, yes. which is advice in just a bit. But um, obviously, you know, we want to allow you to use this as a forum to uh, promote what's going on at Eastside Mag. So uh, give us your social media tags and then let us know what's coming up over the course of the next couple weeks at the store. Social media tags are easy. It's pretty much Eastside Mags across the board. So Twitter at Eastside Mags, Instagram at Eastside Mags, Facebook.com slash Eastside Mags. Our mm-hmm. website's EastsideMags.com. Uh, I'm just going to say Eastside Mags two more times to Eastside Mags. Eastside Sounds Mags. like what we do with Bad to the Dead. Uh, Eastside Mags rhymes with Bad to the Dead. Eastside <laughs> Mags rhymes with Bad to the Dead. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I already blanked on the other Yeah, what's, 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 what's coming, coming out? Oh, store? Uh, next weekend we've got, actually, we've got cosplay karaoke. Uh, <laughs> we've got, oh, we have uh, to go. Uh, when is that it, happening? Do people do this sober? Do they do this so, sober? S- Maybe. I don't have to, right? We no don't have a liquor license, so we don't serve anything, I but I also don't sniff the containers. Cosplay karaoke. If, if no it's, breathalyzer. If it's not a visible <laughs> beer bottle or liquor bottle, then... Oh so dude God. comes in as R2-D2, you know, whatever's going on in the tin can is what's going on. Oh pretty God. much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do, we're do. we doing a signing next week for an anthology that's coming... That actually already came out called Deadbeats. Oh, you're so uh, good with bringing the artists and the writers in. That's yeah, there's probably about five or six of them that are going to be there during the day from oh. 1 to 5 on November 2nd. Uh, signing copies of this anthology uh, and just having a good time and mm-hmm. then at seven o'clock that night we're gonna do cosplay karaoke where uh another comedy group that we work with called cape swoosh Pro- cape swoosh productions they bring in the karaoke gear they come in costume and we invite people to come in costume uh mm-hmm. and it's karaoke it's free you just show up you can sing some songs we in- we encourage people to come dressed up um we got a couple other signings we're gonna be part of the montclair tree lighting we're gonna be part of the montclair menorah lighting in December, um, what else? There's Something a, for everybody. Comic shows in Clifton and Middletown that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, and then it's the holiday season, so we just kind of just holding it, doing a couple of sales, Small yeah. Business Saturday, and there's local comic shop day on November 23rd where we're going to have some exclusive variants of a lot of different comics. Um, hmm. uh, two different writers who are going to be there, Scott Bryan Wilson, who lives in Bloomfield and just wrote a book. Uh, an original graphic novel with uh, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. That's all ages appropriate. They're coming back now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Nice. And it, we need dads. We need dads to come in. It'd be fun to have a dad writer, a comic who writes. Scott Brian Wilson, who did the Nancy Drew Hardy Boys book, is yeah. a dad. He has and a daughter. local? Yeah, he lives in Bloomfield. Oh, perfect. We'll, we'll have him. to get him on. Jeff, I'll uh, be making a phone call. Okay. Yeah, in the not too distant future. Yeah, no, we love. Uh, we love doing this. We've been doing it now for uh, for quite some time. We're episode. 32. 32 nice. total. Uh, season two, episode nine. We're calling this "Wham Pow Dad." Cool is the name of our episode. Awesome. You're welcome, uh, America. <laughs> <laughs> and so, part of we trademark associated. <laughs> yes, I want a dollar every time somebody says it or even thinks about it. <laughs> yeah, so, is this this opportunity for you as a dad? I mean, you are you're an entrepreneur. You're a father. You've uh, you're you're a son. You got, you got all those other pieces. But the idea is, given your life experience, it's called dad vice. Okay. You know, so what kind of advice can you give to our dads, bad to the dads, listener out there that you think would be helpful based on your life experience as well as being a dad? Patience, man. Like, kids, like, uh, 
and I know because uh, having having been one of these kids, uh, they they're going to try you at every step. I mm-hmm. mean, it is, and and it's not an understatement. Every single thing you do, every day you wake up, those kids are going to try to push you over the edge, and you just need to be patient. You need to be focused, and you just need to. You know, just do your best to try to talk to your kid, show them the right path, and or at least steer them in the proper general mm-hmm, direction, mm-hmm. and just try to get them to be good people. Uh, you know, and not get caught up in, you know, what the other what other kids are doing, and you know, just be a good person at at your core. And you can have fun, and you can do things that maybe you're not supposed to do, and you know, it's all right to get in trouble, but you know, as long as you're just a good person inside, and you're not bringing harm to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what? What do I really have to be mad at for my kid at, at any given point in time? So that's great. Be great. consistently good. That's yeah. great uh, dad advice. So at any point, seeing that your dad spent a large portion of your college savings on plumbing in his uh, in his business, out of spite, out of spite, yeah. right? <laughs> he was really pissed. That I found out. So uh, you know. was there ever a time that your dad said to you, "I hope you have a child just like you." I don't know if he actually said it, but there was probably like a shaman involved. Yeah. And some, uh, you know, he probably, uh, or maybe our rabbi. Like, yeah. you know, he definitely, yes. he definitely. Opening was, up one of those mystical books that we shouldn't be reading. Just, just every, to stick it to Every you. time I complain about something my son did uh-huh. that, that, that pissed me off, there's this weird smile on his face. Like, <laughs> it's like, vengeance! It's like, so, so part of this whole piece, your son is like, ah, all right, now I get it. Yeah, I deserve that one. Yeah. I deserve the poop all over the crib because, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dad, yeah. listen, sorry, I think you're right. <laughs> well, that's why I try not to yell at my kid because I because every time he does something that I don't like, where I, when I want to start just yelling at him, I go, "Oh man, I did so much worse, and I'm gonna get so much worse." Like we've got to try to deviate from this. So let's take a deep breath. We're not Good gonna yell you, at man. him. More ways and to get in trouble now than absolutely. Grown well, I hope that we can nip this in the bud because mm-hmm. if. Uh, if my son wakes me up at four in the morning telling me he needs bail money for his friend, yes, uh, I'm gonna go. Holy shit! It's deja vu. Except I'm in the wrong body. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little kids, little problems. Big kids. Yeah, just wait problems. till they're teenagers. Wait so, till they're teenagers. Great advice. It was a fascinating conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Jeff Beck of Eastside Mags. We were thrilled to have you on. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks so much. With D Plus coming, with the uh, Skywalker movie coming, with all of the activity. We can only hope that that means that Eastside Mags continues to be successful. We're going to pop in and check out all the colorful characters that you're going to be having throughout the holiday season. Thanks again. Uh, it was great to have you as a guest. Thanks for having me, guys. This was great. You guys were a great shot. Thanks a lot. It was fun. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Really want to thank Jeff Beck of Eastside Mags in Montclair, New Jersey. Sounds like he's got a lot going on there and living the dream, as we say, right? No, it's great. I love meeting individuals who, because uh, I think that's how life works. We often think that you're supposed to follow these particular blueprint and to know that uh, and even today's parents, success is not based on whether or not you have a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. Success can mean very much getting seven years to get through college, working for a big company, making a lot of money, and deciding, you know what, I want to open my own business, yep. and I have no doubt he's very successful. And it's okay to stumble to the goal line until you find success. Until you figure it's, it out. It's the learning process. And I, the part is, he probably has fun. There's, I mean, listen, the job is peaks and, peaks and valleys, but uh, he's, he's really, really promoting reading. Mm-hmm. And I'd imagine the generation dynamics got to be a lot of fun, too. Oh, yeah, when he sees all those families yeah. come in. And I, I can't think of a better time to own a comic book store. The movies were great. The Avengers films and the Justice League. That period, which is just you know a couple yeah. of years ago, great. But this Disney Plus app is going to be huge because um, it's going to be a constant cycle yeah. of content. Yeah, and there's going to be all these complimentary features yeah. and toys and comic books and even novels like regular yeah. novels, not graphic novels, to uh, just keep printing money, keep printing money for for Marvel and DC. And he's got a it sounds great. like a good base. He's got the what's smart is you have the older the older generation, the older individuals mm-hmm. that do have the disposable income that love the passion. Introduce it to their kids, yeah. and then you have these guys with a kid. 
coming in the store and saying, "All right, right, all right, I just got my, I just got my butt kicked." All right, who, who's going to win in a fight? Who's going to win a fight? Right, yeah. Superman or Batman? We know what happened to that because they did it in the movie, right? Yeah. But you know those kind of stories. Like, well, he's like. No, he's, he's pretty much fucking stud. These are the debates that we nerds are <laughs> yes, having all the time. Exactly. Long road trips and we've, when we've got nothing else you know, to got do. Nothing else to do yeah. so. so before we talk about next week's guest, yes. uh, I just want to promote a show that's on Netflix because it's hitting a little close to home. Yeah. It's called Dolomite Is My Name. All right. It is an Eddie Murphy vehicle. He stars and I think even produces it. Well, he was just on uh, some of the night, sh- the, 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 the night shows. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah. I think. No, no, it was uh, like Colbert. He was okay, like Colbert. he was yeah. talking about it. Yeah. It's got Wesley Snipes, it's Snoop Dogg's in yes. it, Chris Rock makes a cameo, and it is a, a biopic based on Rudy Ray Moore, mm-hmm. who was a comedian in L.A. who told dirty, funny rhymes that really resonated with the African-American community mm-hmm. in L.A., and he always wanted to turn this character, Dolomite, into a movie. And I don't know it sort of reminded me of what we got going on exactly. here. Exactly. I mean, we're we're not telling dirty rhymes no. in, in in an urban environment, but no. it was hey, we've got this got this small kind of cottage thing happening, yep. and you know we're we're looking to blow it up, and who knows, maybe maybe bad to the dad, the movie will will happen one day. <laughs> bad was, to the dad, the sequel. <laughs> but it was all about you know facing rejection and starting small and yeah. and building your base and then blowing it out because. Somebody believed in you. You know, there were connections that wanted to see you hit the big time, and I think we're we're starting to to pick up those connections. And we we thank everybody, including the listener, for uh, for thinking about us in that way and and wanting us to to take the next step. So who knows? We could be the Dolomites of the podcast community someday, some way. No, and it really is. We came out two dads looking just to kind of find just some have some fun, have some fun, kind of goofy. Coach Randy, Adam D, we've gotten some press. We are starting to get more listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, my daughter's gym teacher um, was listening the other day, came in, said, listen to the show. I want to be on the show. Uh, she brought in the keychain. Uh, you know, so that's exactly what it's about. We're growing. Uh, there's interest. And we have a lot of great shows for people to we listen do. to. We do. Uh, for gym teachers or, or anybody including else. today. But I think next week is going to be a good show, too. Yeah, we've got a great show. Uh, our good friend Keith Grummet is going to be on. So Keith started out his career as a soap opera star. Don't get to meet many soap opera stars. No. Well, we are going to meet one next week. Mm-hmm. And he has just opened up an acting school in northern New Jersey, in Westfield, New Jersey, called Acting Out. Mm-hmm. Does a lot of private lessons. I was at the grand opening uh, a little more than a month ago. And they had a few kids come on stage and perform. Pretty talented. Wow. Yeah. Um, you're like, <laughs> they don't bring. <laughs> yeah. They leave you speechless, and you're like, this school helped that kid get yeah. there. Yeah. And these are kids that are on Broadway. They're doing traveling shows. So I'm sure, as a coach, Randy, yes. you're probably going to be very curious about those um, those particular parents yes. that believe beyond the shadow of a doubt yes. that their kid is the most talented, talented kid ever everywhere. and should be on stage and screen yes. and and there's no debate about the it. delusions so of grandeur. We no. will, uh, and the name of our episode next week is? Exit Stage Dad. Exit Stage Dad. We are bad to the dad. Dads, have a great week. 